BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel 941. Here are your news headlines. Well, a new site is being considered for a proposed chicken processing plant. The owners of a 400-acre tract of land just south of Fremont says that, says, say that they are willing to sell the land to developers. Uh, Fremont City officials and the Greater Fremont Development Council say that the site, which is just south of old U.S. Highway 275 and other locations, are being considered for the processing plant uh, for Costco. The search for the location uh, resumed last month, a month after Nickerson Village Board rejected the zoning change that would have to be allowed for the construction of the Lincoln Premium Facility. It would have manufactured chicken products exclusively for Costco. So they're still looking at Nebraska for a site, maybe someplace near Fremont. The Douglas County Board of Commissioners are going to challenge the state's plan for a proposed property tax change. The tax proposal splits Omaha into two, meaning property values would increase for homeowners who live west of 72nd Street, but they would drop in the northeast. Today, the Douglas County Board of Commissioners is going to meet at nine this morning to discuss the matter. And Nebraska's Governor Pete Ricketts is planning to closely examine the state's tourism agency. Ricketts is going to look at whether the tourism agency should be returned to the governor's control. A state audit released last Friday faulted the Nebraska Tourism Commission for excessive spending on photo shoots and conference speakers, improperly reimbursing a contractor for alcohol and cigarettes, and using the executive director's daughter in a tourism advertising campaign. What did you say, Jeff? It was like four... But they um, said they were over. They said they were four point four million dollars over budget. So that Jeez. was like the glaring thing. How do you get that far? That probably in. looks out more. Like they could technically break down, you know, these deals like meals and stuff, which they're saying were out of right line. Okay. But the real out of line is like it's like, dude, how much did you <clears throat> let these guys spend? So it's it's the shame on the the tourism board. So I guess there's like talk that he could like whack the tourism board. Yes. But these are those ads. Remember how we got word Nebraska nice? Yeah, Nebraska nice. It's I didn't think it cost that much money to uh, come up with that plan. Film those that plan. <laughs> I mean, I don't like the ad. I, if I was living in right. any other state and I think and watch get, it, I would be like, no. Nah. I think the reason the ads get uh, the the bill gets that expensive because there's a bunch of people standing in a room being like, I don't know what they want. There's <laughs> nothing. There's nothing to do. I would never travel there. I would never travel there. This is a flyover state, people. We've got to find a reason to stop. Why can't they start with that? The Why flyover? can't we come up with any in house you know? people that can ever come up with a good idea for like license plate or? You know, over that yokels, Nebraska nice, Nebraska what? I guess because all the people that do want to do it don't want to don't want to do it. You know (laughs) what I mean? All the people that can do it are like, I'm not doing that. You know, you're like, but you'd be so good. But understandably, it's not the most glamorous of jobs. Um, So the state tourism director, this Kathy uh, McKillop, says that the agency made mistakes, but she blamed those errors on a lack of a policy and procedures manual for the department. So it's kind of like a back and forth, but it could end up um, that the whole department goes away. Uh, Nearly two years after hiring the first Baxter Arena manager, uh, they're saying that he's gone. 
UNO is looking for a new leader to run the facility. The University of Nebraska at Omaha Athletic Director Trev Alberts confirmed that Mike Sarah is out as general manager. He was hired back in June of 2014 to oversee the Baxter Arena's final construction, and he oversaw like all of the operations as far as bookings, programming, concession, merchandise sales. For now, Mike Kemp, the school's associate athletic director for events and facilities, is going to oversee arena oh, really? operations. We know Kemp. We like mm-hmm. Kemp. Mm-hmm. Love him. It's obviously a slow news day. Yeah, I know. People are <laughs> in the news. You got fired. <laughs> well, it's just, it's kind of a strange deal because it's just, it, you know. Well, maybe, yeah, well, maybe he, uh, I mean, we don't know the story, of course. Maybe he, there's something else out there he wanted to do or something. I mean, who knows? Uh, no, it sounds like a parting of ways. Like they had a conversation Monday and he hasn't mm. been reached for comment and they're just sort of going a different direction. Uh, the most expensive lunch in the world is going to go on sale again next month when Warren Buffett auctions off a private meal. He raises more than uh, t- he's raised more than twenty million dollars for the Glide Foundation. It helps homeless in San Francisco, and he's been doing it for the past sixteen years. The winning bid has topped as much as two million dollars in six of the past eight online auctions. I mean, it was just here, it's free to walk up and <laughs> right. take a selfie with him. It's not usually just us. Follow him around and sit at the table next to him or something. I guess you could invite up to seven friends to join you. It's lunch at Smith and Lewinsky's, uh, Walensky's Steakhouse in New York City. And it goes for how huh. much? Um, it's gone for as much as $2 million. It's an online auction, so it's just... That'll be the headline. In a related story, the Nebraska Tourism Board is going <laughs> to pay $4 million to take a selfie with Warren Buffett, who already lives here. I'm like, mother boinker. Uh, But the size of this year's um, audience, they say Buffett estimated in-person attendance this Saturday at the meeting was about 40,000. Now that's down 10% from last year, but last year was also the golden anniversary. But he says 100% yes to uh, the idea of streaming it again. They said Yahoo Finance did a wonderful job and that the preliminary numbers for the seven hour program look pretty pretty good they haven't given out the exact online audience yet but they say it, it was really strong people tuning in to yeah. stream it. warren yeah. buffett was telling the the shareholders saying it doesn't matter if trump is president or hillary it doesn't matter oh really he was they will move forward okay as a company they'll be fine okay that's with good. either president he was trying to allay people's sort of fears, fears and fears freaking out well, it is presidential primary day in Indiana. Could be the last chance for Republican hopeful Ted Cruz to uh, slow down Donald Trump's momentum. Oh, I disagree, Molly. He is going nowhere. <laughs> He's like a lip sore that shows up when you least want him to, like a first date. A lip sore. Why does he sound like Ned Flanders? Or yeah. no, the preacher, the I reverend. Don't know. In the- just, he's very earnest. <clears throat> and he does that. He likes to do the, the, the Obama line where he goes, let me be clear. Like he likes to start. Crazy. I know. Can you imagine the State of the Union every year oh, with that? With his oh. like, it's like a bad Tinder date. He's just no so one earnest. Will, no one will watch. No. We'll just say that. No. Oh Who's going to watch that? He seriously talks like a caricature. I yes. mean, it's, it's like you weird. watch him and you're like, you're you're like the Reverend on The Simpsons. He's like, he's Reverend Lovejoy. Yes, he is totally <laughs> Reverend Reverend Lovejoy. <laughs> It's like, what is your deal? He waded into a crowd of Trump supporters yesterday that were diehard Trump supporters. Oh, no. And he was like trying to show his resiliency. He goes, let me be clear. And one of the guys goes, you're from Canada and you can't be president. And they all start laughing. No, that is not what I'm saying. You're gay. You're gay guy. 
Yes. That is not true. <laughs> this either. is my wife, Heidi. She's lovely. No matter what Trump pictures oh. put out. Uh, I just don't think that, I don't know. Is that what you want to put out there? I don't want, I mean, like, I don't want to see the guy get yelled at by rank and file people either. No, no but at the same it's time, if you wade out into the masses, that's what's going to happen. So India, why? <laughs> Indiana is, because that's the, I mean, that's the state that's what they do. I mean, anybody, any advisor could have told him, like, you realize that this is going to be brutal. Like, these people yeah. are not going to be civilized and kind to you. Like, you're wading out into enemy territory alone. Uh, so, Indiana's a winner-take-all state for Republicans. So, whoever comes in top gets all 57 delegates. Uh, Democrats go after 92 delegates in their race. Uh, Front-runner Hillary Clinton is expected to, you know, basically come in first and boost her delegate count. So does that finish it off if uh, if Trump wins uh, Indiana then? No. Oh, okay. No, right. but I mean, okay. he, he's closing in. Yeah. I mean, at this point, no one can, okay. can lap him. I mean, whether or not he can clinch all of the ones that he need, but nobody else could is okay. the point. All right. But he's um, being more presidential in his speeches, remember? He's trying. Mm-hmm. He's Carly trying. Fiorina fell off the stage, and he was like, I would have at least grabbed her. I would have <laughs> I would have saved her. I would have. <laughs> I mean, he went a- Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He Monday morning quarterback cruise for Carly falling off the stage. <laughs> he looks for every opportunity. It's oh, awesome. I wow. mean, it's just... But Cruz is like his own worst... <laughs> Uh, it's just his own worst enemy. But we know that it, when it when it comes down to it, Trump will morph into Abraham Lincoln, right? Yes, he will. <laughs> Does he take off his Trump face? And yes. he's like, "This is It's almost like it's almost like some sort of biblical lesson. It's like you denied me three times, and yet I was there the whole time. You're like, oh my god, you were the you were the homeless man by the side of the road that I turned my face at, and I didn't I didn't stop. And he's like, that was me. Is it going to be like that moment I hope. where it's like all of a sudden he's like, you denied me. But look, and through all of this horribleness and then Trump just uh, reveals himself as somebody else, somebody good. <laughs> um, the, the Olympic flame starts its journey through Brazil today. The relay begins in the national capital, Brasilia. Uh, and then at least 12,000 torchbearers, 12,000. Gonna carry that, that flame. Yeah, that I know. Amazing that that. It's a goes big country, down. but it's like wow, twelve thousand people. Yeah. Uh, nearly three hundred thirty cities and towns before it arrives at the stadium in Rio de Janeiro, August fifth. So the 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 torch is on the ground and it's on its way. Now the guy that the person that carries the torch, do they have to run or can he just walk? I think you run. I mean, I don't okay. think you go very far though. I think it's just a couple miles because that's yeah, how you like get twelve thousand like people in. Like right. mean, photo op. I right. mean, everyone who does it is yeah. I mean, okay. you're not running a marathon. I mean, you're going. It's like, oh yeah, okay, now pass it seriously. Because how how else are you going to get twelve thousand people? Pause on it, but <laughs> between now and August, so there is a new theory. For some air travelers, going through the planes of first class cabin is enough to trigger air rage in both classes. They're saying that uh, they studied hundreds of flights and found that having passengers flying economy walk through, do that walk of shame through the first class, made a flight 11 times more likely to have an air rage incident. Out of jealousy or something or what? Jealousy. I mean, it's a whole weird made up uh, matrix. They say that a lot of times when that happens, 
it's not just okay. So there's two there's two situations. One is you come in, you have to walk through first class to get to economy. Yeah. Apparently that triggers air rage in not only the economy class because you got to walk through and see the haves and you're the have nots, but it also triggers air rage in the first class deal. Apparently they don't like that. They don't like having to see all the <laughs> people the, walking by. Well, them? it's like you feel like a zoo. I mean, if you ever have been in in a first class cabin and sat there while people file past, you do feel kind of like. I mean, Sorry, because they, you know, they're all sitting there. They load first. Yeah. So they say that it 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 also agitates the first class passengers as well. So it's a lose lose situation. Now, in cases where they load the plane in the middle, you know, and you peel off left to go first class and right to go economy, you know, you don't have to do the the walk of shame through the cabin. Been through a middle before. Never, never been on those kind of planes. Um, <laughs> they have. Uh, they they say that that it's uh, less. Li- I mean, they have air rage in the economy. There's air rage incidents, but it's just the idea, of, like the presence of a first class, is just sort of. But they're saying that the class system is possibly playing into uh, people having these outbursts. I think people just don't like the the heat. Of a plane, it's hot. It's a long it's line. Hot. We've got to pack everybody on. Whether mm-hmm. you're first class or second class, you all realize you're in the same tube. Yeah, it's yeah. Tight. It's better to be in first class than than the opposite. But <laughs> I don't know what would be the alternative. I mean, let everybody. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. Not I mean, have any first take class. covered wagon to San Francisco. <laughs> right. It's air flight. <laughs> right. I mean, I wonder. I mean, I wonder if in in light of that, if. Places like uh, Southwest, which doesn't have they don't have first class, do a they? first class. No. Yeah, I mean, it's just you just walk on, and everybody is. I mean, and it's can, just chaos, right? And so you're still having to walk past. Yep, people that you're are in sat the front there row. first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting the idea that not only does the walk of shame agitate the people who get to see the halves, but it's also like the halves are like, Ugh. Do you like, do you guys like picking your seat ahead of time? Or do you like the, the cattle call thing that Southwest does? I think everybody likes to have a, have pick. a pick. It's like, yeah. it's nice to have a pick too. sometimes just because then it's like, okay, that's my seat. You're yeah. sitting in my seat. Move. Yep. Um, I don't like the other way. I, I just, I mean, I can book Southwest and I mean, right when it's, 24 hours or whatever to check in to get your, you know, your assignment. Right. Your lane assignment. Your it's 27, always... Your 27C. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm it's C because instantly. they changed it. I'm like, well, I, well they, you pay for it. Yeah, you pay now. I mean, now it's like if you want to get in that A class, they have created a class system. I mean, in the sense that yeah. if you want to get in the A group, there's only like one or two. It's whatever's left over from them trying to sell it. That's how many That's seats are BS. available. So, I mean, yeah. So there are the ham and eggers where it's like they've they've even managed to make a class system mm-hmm. on I've, I've what's o- supposed to be I, utopia. I've only ever been in first class because the airlines, you know, screwed up and hosed yeah. me and they had to, you know, fix it the next day. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, I've never felt uh, animosity toward first class people. No. no. Because I know that they're paying six times what I paid for my <laughs> yeah. ticket. Right. Seriously. It's the reason why I can afford a ticket. Yeah. Because 10% of the plane is paying for the entire ride. Right. God, it's so true. I, the I, only way I've been... I so, just kind of I mean, When we walk past them and they look up at us like, I, I hate all of you so much, but have fun back there in steerage while the grown-ups pay for this thing. Yeah. I mean, because it's fair flight That's is so only expensive. the time... Yes. I mean, I don't have animosity about the club. I mean, I, God bless. I'm with you, Jeff. It's like, you paid for it. God. It's when they give you that sort of look... Like hurry up, like that hurry up, like get 
you know, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Am I like, am I bothering you in your, in your leather lounger? But、well, now you've learned that, yeah, you are. <laughs> that, that's the lady, only <laughs> Hey, lady, just get、along. your act together, pack your kids in and your wild chickens and whatever <laughs> stuff you're doing. <laughs> To, to do your once in a lifetime aeroplane flight. <laughs> I'm trying to get to Denver for a meeting. I mean, those business class people? Yes, those are business. I mean, I just assume that the reason yeah, why、sometimes. a lot of those people are first class, especially in the Midwest, is because it is business.、Mm-hmm. That's why they're traveling.、I、they mean, look miserable. They do. We're wearing, we're wearing Hawaiian shirts. Like,、hey. I'm flying on a vacay. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I have to go to Detroit again. I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> Could you hurry up and get past me and go sit down? Please. Pick your prize finale happens next Friday at the mark. North of Dodge at the 204th Street exit. Someone is going to win. Someone is going to win. One of four great prizes from Channel 94 1. It's like anyone who has a cat, and I saw and I thought directly of you.、Uh, I was watching the commercials for it and everything like that. And basically, what it is,、uh, I think it's a great gag gift. I don't think it's anything real, but they sell it pretty good. Like they took、uh, people to.、Uh, Analyze cats. It basically,、right? a cat, you put a collar on when a cat meows, it says something. It says what he's saying. So, it's translating.、Yeah. Like they've tried to do with、yeah. babies, remember? I'm there. I said there's something that could translate a baby crying. Yeah. That, you know, it would go, I'm I, hungry. I'm, I'm hungry.、Right. So this would be a cat going, meow, and it would say, I'm hungry, or my litter box is full. Right? <laughs> <laughs> More likely, it's going to say things like, you don't want to. I mean, the thing that we were talking about off air yesterday was I think it'd be a sad wake up call for me to find out just exactly where in the pecking order I, I actually fall with my cat. I mean, I think he's going to say lovely things and he'll be like, tolerable human who feeds me. See, I think it'd be great if you could program it. That'd be more idea.、Um, they basically just meow and it's like happy or, you know, just they make it sound pretty. I am just, okay, here we go. You know? Hello! What voice do you choose? An accent? No. Do you get him like a jaunty cockney? Like, hello! Really, that's、you? what they're opening with? Like, when a cat. Why did they just beep it? Is this a gag? <laughs> I think it's a gag. It's not out yet. It's a prototype. They're building this thing and they. they... I don't know what this is, but I like it. This is what Molly's house would sound like. Yes.、Jeff、Except for I would, be changing the, I would be changing the accent all the time. I mean, seriously, can you imagine having a slow southern man coming around like, hello, mistress? Like, I mean, it's just the possibilities are endless. I, am, I would throw any amount of money. So it's、this. not really a thing. No, I、it's、don't think a, it is. Yeah, it's a prototype. They've got, well, obviously they got the one, I think, but that could be, you know, any type of production to get that going. But、um, I would、yeah. assume if we got animals, if you got an animal expert, whatever,、mm-hmm. the cat、mm-hmm. whisperer, like the Caesar of cats, I bet you that guy, in theory, we'll、know. could probably tell you. Um, God, we should get Pam from the Humane Societies in here. Right?、Um, Ooh, we'll get her in here. That they could probably guess certain. Basic phrases like meow, the up or down、yeah. of a static meow. Hungry. I mean, because come on, if you go in a house. You know, in a cat, they don't really make a whole lot of different cadences. So no, it's one. It would be a varying level of、meow. like four different distresses of a level of comfort, just like hey or a, a, an alarmed, right? Yeah. yeah. But when you own one, you know when your cat's wigged out. Oh, they... absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. I feel like having spent, I mean, because I have been. 
I mean, I am the owner of my cat his whole life. I have a pretty good idea of, of what, what he wants. Of what he wants. Like, I can tell the difference between his meows. Like, there's just the general, like, hey, meow. And then there's like the feed me, like, ah! I mean, like, he, I mean, uh, you know, I'll tell him sometimes. I'll be like, stop yelling at me. Jeez. <laughs> it's like a crazy cat lady. Stop yelling at me, Marty. Stop yelling at me. Well, because there's times where it's like in the morning, like if, yeah. like on the weekends, he's on a schedule. He doesn't know it's the weekend. All he knows is that usually at 4.30, you know, 4, 4.30, I'm up and we're, we're, the day is started. And so for him, he doesn't have like a kitty calendar that knows it's like Saturday or Sunday and that mom's not going to get up at four o'clock in the morning. And so he has this, you know, little internal clock of how things should go. I think it can just, get kind of, you know, bossy about yeah. when I oversleep. I think in the end, it'd just be great to have as a gag. Um, oh, yeah. You know, just a, just another voice in the house. I, mean, I, oh, I, I hope love- you're not trying to communicate with us. Think of like, uh, you know, a kid, I don't when want a him. dog is barking, what do we tell them? Shut up! <laughs> I mean, think of what if that's really a, talking to you. The dog is like... Thanks a lot. I just said you look pretty. When it, this whole life, when it says stuff excitedly, we tell it to shut up. Yeah, I mean, you don't usually have to tell your cat to shut up. Molly does. There are days where I'm like, I don't tell him to shut up, but I'm like, okay, I get it. You're hungry. I'm on my way. But like, I have a lot of other humans that I mean, I've got you know the pecking order of who gets fed first. I mean, I love you, Murray, but seriously, small children fall into the category of first, and then coffee, and then I'll feed you. Maybe it would die. say stuff like, like, you're fat. Meow, you're fat. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> meow, meow, you're fat. Meow, don't eat that. Meow. Meow, meow. Last thing you need is that. Meow. meow Probably. I mean. <laughs> meow, you're fat. <laughs> meow, you're fat. Just sitting there on the counter. Meow, gross. With this little tail hopping around and you're opening a can of tuna. Meow. You're thinking it's saying something sweet. It's like, you're fat. Meow. <laughs> Yeah, you're fat. <laughs> Insult cat. Just judging you out loud. You have no idea. Oh, you can tell what a cat's judging you. They totally give side eye. At least my cat does. Oh, you can absolutely Lord. see like the, uh, I mean, they'll give you that look of just like, I'm not amused. Meow, you're fat. I just don't know if cats, uh, that would be interesting. What they're do thinking they, or do they, is there actually a translation? Does anyone think that that's a thing? They say the tail is the big. Yeah, they're they're probably oh, their tail no. is like what I'm saying is they're nonverbal. Is is cat a verbal language? Is meowing like do they communicate with each other? Like does a cat hear the other guy when they it say that cats don't meow? They say that cats meow because of us. Meow. Like I can Your tell cat. when my cat like there's this meow that he does when he thinks like he can't find me. Like he he's like where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where'd you go? You know, and then I'll have to tell him, and then he comes trumping into the room. He's like. Phew. I mean, I just. I think if they could translate it, and if it, if if there's something there, I think it would be fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Because you gotta appreciate how awesome that is that an animal is trying to talk to a human, trying to communicate with you. Yeah, some way, somehow, knowing what they're saying would be. I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know what my dog would say to me. Oh, you don't want to hear what your dog would say to you. you. So, God, I want to eat your face. Yeah, God, just. All right, we got to hit traffic here, Cammy. What's up? Meow. Meow. 
Don't you you talk yes. to your cats, don't you? We have five cats, and they all speak a certain language, and I know exactly what they're saying. Okay. See what I'm saying? Right. Yes. No. Absolutely. Yeah, they do. They're and all their tail. Different. Their tail does talk a lot. Oh, my God. Their tail. It's like you like see their tail. You're like, dude, do not give me attitude. Exactly. Flick in the tail flicks. Or if it's fluffy, I'm like, don't break anything, dude. Don't. Right. Don't totally. break anything. Okay. <laughs> this is the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Dance, I said, said. Channel. Channel 94. All right. Celebrity News. Molly Wusu. Last night was the Met Gala. It was uh, attended by all the glitterati. Um, you know, it's the big night that uh, that um, Wintour, uh, um, the Vogue. Rich people go to it. Yeah, I mean, no, but it's like it's like you can't just get a ticket. You have to be invited, and even amongst the you know rarefied breathing elite, it's like hard to get a ticket. I mean, it really is the haves of the haves. And the have and not. Have not. Yeah, so exactly. It's a big, what were they wearing? Moment, yeah, right. So last night, the uh, the theme was uh, manis ex machina, so fashion in the age of technology. And I guess who stole the show was Claire Danes. She wore this gorgeous, like, ice blue dress. And then, you know, on the red carpet, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's so stunning. It was like Zach Posen. It was really beautiful. And she almost looked like Cinderella. Like, it was this big, gorgeous that, Is that piece. the one that lit up? Yeah. And then when you got inside, all of a sudden, it transformed itself. It lit. It was illuminated. And so, it was really wild. Like, you saw her in the party, and she seriously, she glowed. Like it was, I mean, so she won. <laughs> like if, if there was like a dress that won. Taylor Swift looked great. Uh, she was sort of wearing this metallic lizard uh, print type of uh, two-piece. Um, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West showed up in matching like silver. People kind of took it to the extent of like, uh, you know, silver and metallics and things like that. But uh, Beyonce was there. Solo. No Jay-Z. Nobody's reading into it. She was wearing pink, like pink lemonade. She was wearing pink, a pink latex. God, I don't know how they got her in there. She should bring that bat with her as her date. Oh. What bat? Out the bat. Oh, hot bat. sauce. Oh, hot yeah. Sauce. That's Molly. I was thinking like, like an what actual, is hot like, sauce wearing? Bat. Um, yeah, she ditched both her husband and her wedding ring. They said that she was not wearing her oh, wedding ring oh, on the red carpet. Damn it. Uh, she was wearing a flesh tone latex Givenchy gown, straight hair. They were saying that it was, uh, uh, you know, just absolutely, I mean, stark and shocking. But uh, yeah, no, no Jay Z, which is funny because Rita Ora was there last night too. She's a, the girl with the Stacy Becky with the Becky with the good with hair. the good hair. There's talk that maybe she's Becky. Um, yeah, Lady okay. Gaga wore no pants. Yeah, sparkling was... purple rubber and like halter bra. Mm. Uh, she looked great. And then uh, Madonna, no no butt coverage uh, at all. Yeah, um, but I, uh... No, she was wearing assless chaps. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was like, people? I don't know, but there was a lot of butts. Right. Beyonce uh, looked really good, by the way. Yeah, yeah, she looked great. Kate Upton, Sports Illustrated cover girl. She uh, was at the Met Gala last night and revealed that she's engaged to Detroit Tigers pitcher Justin Verla- uh, Verlander. So there you go. She's off the market. She's 23. He's 33. Bam. Exit Omaha number 72 is on Channel 94.1. Win a trip to Beaches Ocho Rios. Listen for the Jetaway Getaway Sounder. And get registered from Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1.